0: Sillman Fusion, beginning in five, four, three, two, one.
1: Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? the longest running geek related podcast out there geeks of tng allegedly Allegedly. but uh also really
0: who the hell are
2: you
1: i'm peter by the way dr strange oh you're using your made-up names um i'm spider-man then i am the senate i am
0: the sandwich
2: i can handle things i'm smart not like everybody says like dumb i'm smart and i want respect
0: they don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that.
2: He's making me cry. I'm rude. I am Batman.
1: I am West Coast Scott.
2: Great Scott.
0: Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev.
2: Who the hell knows why talent does
0: what they do? And that's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. The real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. Oh,
2: I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it! I got a Spider-Man T-shirt. I got converse that are running off my feet. I got a bad mustache, be a beard, and rash, and not a lot of cash to spend it on my stash. Man, it's good to be a geek. It's good to be a geek. It's good to be a creep. It's
1: good to draw my All right, we are jumping in, uh, doing it live, as they say. On we've stuff. done that one. <laughs> what we've, we've done that already <laughs> we're always doing
0: it live uh that's like a bi a bi-yearly uh title at this point it's like we'll do it live
1: yeah that's it <laughs> that's it just just go for it um let's uh let's just do the let's just jump right into the social medias before we hit any of the top stories there's a bunch of news and stuff that i wanted to talk about today uh thanks for joining us on geek stuff tng uh episode 709 to be named at some point in the next one to two hours uh be sure to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's GeekStuffTNG and all those places. You can find us on the website. Uh, you Just go to the link tree. Go to Linktree link tree and look up GeekStuffTNG. Um, or even follow us on Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG. Just a dollar a month over there. You get access to the show's private Discord for three bucks a month. It's the early bird special. You get these shows as soon as we're done recording them, along with the encyclopedia Prepshitica. What were you saying? It's the the Prepshidica 9000, the new version? Yeah, Prepshidica 9000. That's about how many pages it is these days. Um we're or, working on it. Yeah. Well, we're going <laughs> to
0: If the producer didn't keep putting things on it, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. There's so much
1: there's so much stuff. There wasn't going on so out much there. news. I know. Uh for $5 a month you get the bonus round, right? That's the weekend bonus shows like vintage episodes of Big Kev's geek stuff uh on the 1st and the 15th and that's where the sandwich shop goes and other special things we might do from time to time. And then for $10 a month you get to watch the show live and direct once Kev gets out of toy rehab. <laughs> he did break out last week and join us. If you missed that, boy definitely go back and catch uh Kev on the run, which was a lot of fun last last time.
0: Who knows if we make
1: it out this
0: uh who knows if we want to make it out again? We'll see. It could be this week. Who
1: knows? So so why don't we do this? Geek stuff, what's in the news? Tonight's top story. Did she So you don't have AMC theaters Camp back blues. there? What? We ha- they, they, the boy was quiet Alexa, the stop. What the hell? I'm going to have to edit that out. She wants to be a part of the prep sheet. Yep. Hold on. I'm going to edit that. No, nah, I won't edit it out. Screw it. We'll do it live. That's what happens when you're live. Sometimes the, <laughs> you know, the surveillance device in your room talks to you.
0: Yeah. Sometimes Skynet picks up on what you're saying. That's right.
1: Um, you, do you have AMC theaters out there? Or, are, or you don't yes, have AMC? Yes, have AMC. They exist. It's regal that you don't have.
0: Regal does not exist nearby. They might exist in New Jersey or Regal. Um, I just don't know of any near me because all the ones near me are some kind of Cinemark, AMC. There was a mom and pop that didn't make it through COVID. That the bones of it, I still drive past a lot, which makes me sad. Um, but yeah, a lot of the uh, theaters are AMC
1: or Cinemark at this point. Yeah, so I think last week or maybe the week before, we it was in the news that Regal's shutting down like thirty theaters across the country. Well, AMC wanting to also make sure that uh, the movie theater business just goes completely under and is no longer what we remember. They're going to start charging based on the seat location, like it's a concert. Oh, so, like, I guess,
0: now, in your opinion, what would you say is the premier best seat?
1: I would assume it's the, like, center, like, yeah. center of the room, center of the, of, of the screen. So, certainly, if you're in the front row, you're going to pay less Maybe yeah. if you're off to the side, you're, you're you pay gonna less. pay dirt probably in the front row. Yeah, well, I mean, but somehow still pay thirty dollars for popcorn. I mean, that's the thing is, I think that they said, "Oh, well, it should let us lower prices for some seats and raise prices for other seats." But you know, what if if today the ticket price is fifteen bucks a ticket, you know they're not gonna say, "Oh, well, the front row is thirteen They're gonna say the front row's fifteen, yeah. center middle is twenty. I mean, you know, they're not gonna lower some prices; they're gonna and raise now,
0: others. I have no reason to go AMC and just to go to the Cinemark because Cinemark's nice and you know, it's clean and the seats are better. Yeah. So there's now legitimately no reason to go to the AMC or me. I think the only reason I would go to an AMC at this point, I think there's one in a town or two away from me. It might be an AMC, but it's a theater that you could sit down and eat. Mm-hmm. Um, But if my meal is taxed based on where I'm sitting, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if AMC has a uh, dine-in theaters, um, no, it, I don't think that, I don't think the model is going to work. Yeah. And it, I think, just, I, I agree.
1: Yeah. I think that, I think that this is a bad idea. This is again, corporations nickel and diming their customers. I, you're right. you already, you already pay 30 bucks for a, a bucket of popcorn that costs them a nickel. Yeah. And, and they're going to try to just squeeze out a couple extra bucks. And it's just, I think the public is getting sick of it. And it's happening everywhere. On top, I mean, again, not to get political, but inflation is not caused by higher wages. It is caused by corporations raising prices and taking higher profits. But you know, we won't go there. Elijah Wood is the first person to like jump up and say this is just penalizing lower income people, and he's pissed about it. So, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, it's I mean, it's not fucking part of my French fare. So to adjust pricing based on where the seat is there's a status quo i'm not saying you know stick the status quo for a thousand years at this point almost um you know you pay whatever the price is for whatever seat and then you're almost rewarded for being there on time
1: (laughs) right well and and so that's that's the other thing is this this couldn't happen previous a few years ago when you just you know it was first come first serve right and then all of a sudden they've got this you know choose your own seat model so you can buy your seat you know a month in advance and know exactly where you're gonna sit and show up you know after show time and still get your seat and then they're like oh wait we can use that technology and squeeze a few extra bucks out of people
0: you know <laughs> you know what i'm thinking yeah no it's 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 a, a model i don't see success in long term uh will that stop them not until they realize it's not successful um because i don't i don't see like because i don't know enough people who know this is a thing you know, I because I I didn't hear about it until literally just now we start talking about the story. Um, so I don't know if people will be aware of that. So people might get a little shocked. It's like, hey, um, that center seat you want for superhero movie number five, thirty dollars. The seat next would also thirty dollars. And make sure you you don't forget the popcorn. Yeah.
1: You know I, I think that this is just the cinema movie theater business is struggling. And this certainly isn't going to help it, right? Yeah. Uh, so I understand that, the, you know, the industry definitely lost
0: money with COVID, you know, hit, hit them hard because, you know, no one going out, obviously, but their whole platform was based on, hey, people are coming to the movies. So I understand, you know, they probably lost some money because people weren't coming out. Totally get that totally valid uh point to make. But then the thing is, okay, cool. So now that people are coming back, you want to push them away?
1: Right. Because that's right. what this is. That's absolutely it. So, you know, I mean, if you have an opinion on uh, paying for a better seat in the movie theater, give us a call on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can even send us an email. At
0: tng at gmail.com. All right. All
1: right, let's get to the really important story of the day. The Fast 10 trailer dropped uh, today. On, oh, on no, it did it. This, this will be the 10th and I believe final Fast and Furious but, movie. Uh,
0: for in theory, in <laughs> theory, they they said that. I don't trust them. I don't trust family. will... if family makes a billion dollars or whatever obnoxious m- amount this could make with the marketing as the last one, I guarantee they'll come back in a little while. Yeah, I don't see this being the last Fast and Furious movie. Do, do, do you
1: think The Rock's going to be in it?
0: No, he doesn't in. Vendigo-
2: what you?
1: I'm sorry, go ahead. I think uh
0: him and Vin Diesel had like a big public following yeah. about, like, m- messaging each other on Instagram like, oh, you know, some fucking pussy didn't do... You know, like, being really mean. Being really, really mean to one another and saying some hurtful things. And it, once you do that in the public, you know, it's either a public... Apo- I feel like a public apology or like, oh yeah, we talked about it in private, but now I'm just not in things. Because he hasn't been in the last... like, I think that happened...
1: Like two movies ago at this point. So that's why they did a Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, they did Hobbs and Shaw so so The Rock could continue in the franchise, but he wouldn't work with Vin Diesel. And then they yeah. brought in John Cena, essentially. They created a new character to fulfill the and I guess did, former did referee.
0: Did you see the trailer? Of course I did. Is John Cena in this movie?
1: Yes. Dude, oh, dude. Is. This is this is uh you know, like Fast and Furious endgame at this point. Uh I mean like everybody I, I feel like other than um uh, other than The Rock, everybody's in it, including, Paul Walker. including Paul Walker, who's freaking dead. So what? I, I mean, they're <laughs> they're showing scenes from oh, earlier okay. movies. Well, and, and in fact, so um, <laughs> according to the trailers, there's no spoilers here. the The bad guy is uh, Aquaman. What's his name? Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa, and okay. so he apparently is the son of whatever the bad guy was that they took out in the one where they dragged the. Um, the big safe down the, <laughs> remember when they dragged the safe down fast the road five, in, in Fast, fast five? five? Okay. Yeah. So Momoa so, is so
0: th- a Brazilian dude.
1: Yep. Okay. And it looks like he's the son of the guy. Well, and again, they're, they're retconning, putting him in those shots. So they're showing like some of those scenes yeah. and that he was there. So, and now he's coming back after Dom and the family and he's going to make him suffer. And so... Uh, until they become friends, and then he joins the the
0: the Forever drift race that is his fast. No, and no, I
1: don't, I don't know about that. But so, so then it's also got Charlize Theron, right? Her character's back, and you know yes. she was the she was Cipher, I think was her character's name. So she's sure in it at some point. I don't know how. Absolutely, you know, I believe you, hundred percent. So, so, I, I mean, again, they, they are. What's you just the name? Suspend your disbelief, but I, I love the Fast movies. I, I just, you know.
0: What's the name for Fast and Furious fans?
1: (laughs) I I don't know. Is it? Are they just part of the family? The family. That's it. Fast, fast. And again, I love how it's no longer like Fast and Furious. It's the fast saga, right? That's it. And uh, I also love how they're not about racing
0: cars anymore. It's just heist. It's just aggressive action heist movies.
1: But it all, there always has to be a lot having to do with cars, with driving. And
0: and what what car is that? You know exactly what car that is. Yeah, it's a a
1: 1970 Dodge Charger is Dom's main car. Again, my first car when I was a kid, when I turned 16, was a 1968 Dodge Charger. It was also black. Didn't have the big blower on it, but it was a Dodge Charger. Um, And again, I would argue that the 68, the taillights on the 68, make it the best chart of all the Chargers. The Buick Skylark? Uh, No, no. The the taillights. So... Um, but anyway, still, it has the same look. The six, 68, 69, and 70 all have a very similar look. The only difference in between 68, 69, and 70 is the taillights change. And between 69 and 70, the, um, the front changes a little bit. The headlight area changes. Mm-hmm. So uh, so like the, um, the General Lee on the Dukes of Hazard was also a 70 Dodge Charger. So
2: uh-huh.
1: yeah, and then actually, my mom before I was born, they had a '70 Dodge Charger, uh, which they traded in during the gas crisis and got a 1976 Datsun. Right, Datsun is what eventually became Nissan company car company. Oh, okay. So they got this little tiny, uh, you know, economy car trading in this giant boat, you know, literally 440 engine, uh, four barrel carburetor Dodge Charger for a tiny uh you know economy car welcome to car talk guys it's car talk tng here um that'd be featuring just scott because i uh, i know nothing about cars i don't know a lot about cars uh but again uh the the fast movies i think mo- mostly because there's always a charger in it that's like that is the hook for me so i have more of an affinity for it than probably the average person because that was my first car and i always have a love for that vehicle so mm. um so yeah, so the Fast uh trailer dropped today. So you haven't seen it? Oh, have you no. How many of the Fast movies have you seen? And the last one I actually watched um was five. Five. So you got five fine. Alright, so we're gonna put that on your assignment or, list for. The... Maybe
0: it was maybe it was six. I think I'll up to six. I'm <laughs> aware of things. See, it's hard to because I know five because I remember the the fucking the idiotic dragging of a vault through Brazil and like drifting it. And it's like tumbling through buildings and destroying things. And it's like, people are dying and they're like, Whoa, that was
1: crazy. We're driving fast now, dude. It's like, it's like the old, uh GI Joe cartoons, right? Where the jet blows up, but then you see the guy parachute out, right? Nobody actually gets killed. Like you yeah. always see people like just getting missed. You never see the things.
0: parachute in fast and furious. Just, there's an assumed
1: parachute. <laughs> um, Right, you're, so, you're made so to believe there's a parachute. Which assignment is worse? If Kev assigns you to watch uh, Shogun, and you have to watch all of those, or if I force you to watch all t- all nine Fast and Furious movies plus oh, Hobbs and Shaw no. by May, God. so you can they're, so you can be ready for it.
0: All horrible. You know, at least I have show I have Shogun in my room. <laughs> like I, I, I have Shogun. I have to. I mean, I have to go. I have to type into Google. Fast and Furious because I have to watch it somewhere or on Amazon. <laughs> so that if I'm on Amazon, I have to oh my god. I feel like
1: horrible. When it's all said and done, I would I would be willing to purchase like the blue or the, you know, the yeah, the Blu-ray of the, the physical Fast media. Saga. Of, yeah, the physical yeah. media of it. I think that's one that I would I would get and just have sitting there just because.
2: So
0: <laughs> did you get did you ever did you have any interest when they did the Infinity saga? All those twenty-three some odd movies.
1: Oh yeah, like like the the Chrome or like the is it is, was it a Chromebook? What do they call it? Like it's all like the metal version of it. Like it's like super yeah, whatever fancy. it was. Yeah. I mean, did you have any interest
0: in that when it was coming out? I think it was, or was it like oh that's cool, and then yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little too expensive. Uh, I I feel like, and you know, but I mean, yeah, the, with the conversations we've been having the last you know few months, like you never know, right? They could yeah. at some point just take them off of uh, streaming services, and you just can't see those movies anymore. I, don't I know. wonder.
0: Um, I wonder if the uh, if the Fast and Furious version of this will come inside like a mini Dodge Charger. Oh my god,
1: dude! That see, then I would be like, shut up and take my money, right? No, no matter what the price. If it was like in a charger and all the DVDs are in this charger. Oh yeah, I would be stuck. So see, if it was <laughs> old school, if we were old school, and this was like the '80s, you would have. A fast and furious VCR re- rewinder, automatic reminder that was shaped like the Jodge Charger. So you would have all of the fast movies on videotape, so, so, and then so a I, I, I
0: understand it. how a VCR works. I did use a VCR once or twice in my life. So you could just press V one with the inside. You're saying there's an exterior device? I think I had seen this where you like install it and you just spin it back.
1: Is that uh, what are talking about? Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Let me tell you. Back in my day, we wore an onion to our belt, which was the style at the time. You would have a video cassette rewinder it was an external device and actually they were usually they were shaped like a 57 Chevy it was like the most common one it just looked like a 57 Chevy it opened up you slid the tape in and it all it did was rewind the tape and i think that the the reasoning behind that was if you're if you save the your vcr the trouble of rewinding it's going to last longer because you're not wearing out the the gears and and rubber bands and whatever's running it like that. Or so you had to rewind them before you returned them to blockbuster. So, so you could just pop out one tape would and they pop ch- in another.
0: So, 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 th- so last VCR question before I, I eliminate, did they check if you rewinded it or not? Um, Like how would, you, was it just courtesy to do that? Or I, is it, I don't like know
1: a- if they, I don't remember if like you would get like a fine. Cause every tape had that little, every video cassette had a sticker on it that said, be kind, Rewind right yes so you're right it is common courtesy to rewind though so that you know you don't get home you're all excited to watch uh you know your your double uh, vcr two tape version of titanic right you can only watch half the movie pop out the tape and have to pop in a new one and then it's not rewound you got to wait for it to rewind before you can start that was terrible so that's bad etiquette uh you know if anybody listening knows or remembers if there was like an actual fine or penalty involved if you didn't rewind um call the gvm line 2017302547 but i don't remember if there was any fines or not so it's it's crazy it's funny to think about that <laughs> <laughs> physical i mean not only physical media but obsolete physical me- not not that all physical media isn't kind of obsolete i mean again d- you only vc or your only dvd player is your xbox right i uh, i mean
0: it's not in my room anymore but yes so you don't and you don't even have that yeah, I I, I packed that up and I put it upstairs somewhere. I have to find it because I don't even know what box it went into. I just know it went into a box.
1: Now the computer that you're using also yes. doesn't have a drive, a CD, a, a DVD drive. There's like nowhere
0: that. to install that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like it's a a gaming PC, so you know, there's gaming PCs don't need discs.
1: <laughs> well, but so you, there's just assuming that you're going to download any any game yeah. that you're going to play on it. Because that's just how it is yeah. right now. So when you go and you... I mean, do you go to GameStop and buy games anymore? Or do you just download no, them from directly I don't, from the... I don't need them anymore. I don't need to... The only reason I need to go to GameStop anymore is if
0: I need to get something for my brother or, like, if I need a new controller, because I play on controller still. Mm-hmm. I don't like mouse and keyboard. Um, It's accessories. It's things to do with gaming. Or, right. like, for my brother, I'm getting a game for my brother.
1: But, but essentially, so GameStop their business model is done also like all it really is, is a used game is some accessories and used games is all you get from GameStop at this point.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, they, they used to be back in the day. I remember this at least like GameStop exclusive. Like if you pre-order with GameStop, you get this exclusive skin or this exclusive yeah. insert name here. And those commercials, I remember it was, like they were kind of like funny too. So I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. And it's like, Oh, only at GameStop power to the players or whatever. That was like their like slogan. And now okay. it's, you know, powers of the Funko Collector because you know that's all GameStop. GameStop is a glorified fight, is FYE with video games. Right. And I F- I don't know if you know what FYE is. For those who don't know what FYE is, it's basically just Funko Pops and things for like children. I say children. People interested in things. I'm sound I'm gonna sound like a bad person. I don't don't and no one who is in this demographic can take this horribly. People who like Funko Pops and then like 13 to like 16 year olds. That's the demographic, you know, so it's like a lot of like graphic
1: tees and, you know, like a like, um, hot topic, but for gamers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, exactly know, it's, it's funny. You say that though. There's at, at the local mall here, there's a quote unquote comic book store. It says comics is the title is the name. It doesn't even have a name. It's just comics, right? There's maybe one rack of comics, a couple of long boxes, and then the entire store is Funko Pops. Yep. It's a pop store with a couple of comic books in the back, yeah. and I find that kind of annoying. Um, let's let's stick with the uh, 1968 Dodge Charger for, for just a moment. Uh, okay. Are you familiar with a film called – well, let me ask you first. Are you familiar with an actor named Steve McQueen? I'm going to start there. I know that name. I don't know if I'm thinking of Lightning McQueen or if I actually know who <laughs> Steve McQueen is. Yeah. Um, so one of his movies was a movie called Bullet, B-U-L-L-I-T-T. He was a – that was his last name. He was a cop named Bullet. and um, That's going to go over great it, nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> and that takes place – it took place in San Francisco, and it had one of the most iconic car chases of all time, and it was in the 60s, right? And it still holds – I mean, you know, still, you could argue that it's, you know – if not the best, one of the best car chases of all time. And it involved a 68 Charger and a 68 Mustang Fastback. And they're racing around San Francisco, you know, up and down the, the curvy streets and everything. Um, anyway, again, 68 Charger in there. So anytime I see uh, any kind of bullet merchandise, if it's the car, that is actually the car that I had, 68, right? It's got the right taillights. I've got a, a model out there of it. And, you know, like anytime I'm in the toy stores or whatever and I see uh Bullet, I know it's going to be the right the right car, unless it's the Mustang, which I don't care about. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Bradley Cooper is set to play Frank Bullet, the character in uh, a, a, an update, a remake, a reboot of um, of that movie. So I wonder. I mean, I would assume that they're not going to have him driving a '68. It'll it'll probably, in fact, I would bet the product placement will be. Whatever, whatever current fast car is gonna is gonna want their car to be the one that he drives in that movie. Yeah. In fact, I bet a lot of the funding for that movie came from. Hey, we're gonna remake Bullet. Best car scene ever in any movie. We're gonna redo it. Do you want your car to be one of the two racing around San Francisco and let the bidding war we're begin? Sh- we're gonna shop it around and see who wants it. Yeah, I, I bet that's what happened for sure. That's where they got the money. I mean, it's because it's an extended commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's see. We get, let's hit just one or two other casting things. Um, Danny Trejo and Joe McHale have joined a sci-fi comedy called Tim Travelers, and the Time Travelers Paragra- Uh Oh, it's Tim Travers and the Time Travelers Paradox is the name of the movie. So sounds cool. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, speaking of time traveler movies, you got uh, who produced Back to the Future? Off the top of your head, quick. Spielberg. It's. It, I'm sorry. Who directed it? You're right. Spielberg did produce it. Who directed it? I have no clue. Robert Zemeckis. Okay. And so he's. Gonna I was. Be... I. I'll be honest. I was shocked. I got Spielberg. Oh, you did good. Uh. So Tom Hanks and Robin Wright are going to be de-aged in uh, in a new Robert Zemeckis movie. So they're going to be playing younger versions of themselves. <laughs> uh. Let's see. Um. So you know who Remy Malek is, right? yes so he was recently the a bad guy in not the latest james bond movie but the one before that i think um and he was on what was that show called mr robot something like that i never even finished that like i never started it so i liked it and it was good but then i think i feel like it kind of went on its like mid-season break and like they never said that when it came back and i just don't know how it ended if it ended i don't know what happened uh, anyway, he's gonna be playing uh, Buster Keaton in a limited series for mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. And then cool. and then Tron three is uh, back on Jared Leto still to star.
0: Oh no, come on. We were going good for a little while there. I was like, oh man, we're hitting the news, having a good time. And he said Jared Leto. And I was like, Oh no, he said Jared Leto, he must be lying again. He's no, <laughs> I'm serious.
2: <sighs> Jared Leto.
1: So let's see. He's let's the worst some... person. He's the worst person ever. Um, let's see. Let's do, let's do other celebrity news. Um, so did you see Mark Hamill is selling signed Star Wars posters to raise money for the Ukraine? That's nice. Uh, and then Harrison Ford said he doesn't have a social anxiety disorder. He just doesn't like boring situations. So basically just, he just doesn't like being around people that just want to talk about Star Wars that he doesn't care about.
0: Isn't that just like ADD or ADHD where if you're not simulated, you don't like it? (laughs) Probably. Yeah, maybe. Isn't that one of the the, the acronyms? ADHD? I don't know. One of them is just like, I'm not simulated. I do poorly when I'm not simulated. Yeah, Maybe. I think think he's just a crotchety old man. (laughs) Yeah, he's also 7,000 years old. Yeah. 10,000 years! Harrison Ford was born. (laughs) Let's
1: see. Okay. So Viola Davis, right? Yes. Amanda Waller. Yes, Amanda um, Waller, you know, and other things, and other things, many many other things. Um, yes. She just won her Grammy, making her an EGOT, right? An Emmy, a Grammy, uh, an Oscar, and a Tony.
0: Well, she got a Grammy. Was she like featured in a song that she, she actually released? She a song? won a
1: Grammy for an, the audiobook of her autobiography. Oh, that's cool. But it won a Grammy, which makes her an EGOT, which you know pretty Big deal, yeah. So, I don't
0: know of many Egots, so good for her.
1: So, so I mean, like, does that make her more expensive for the Amanda Waller, uh, DC Universe thing that uh, James Gunn is working on? Well, I mean, if she stays around, you know, if uh, he keeps her, I guess they could recast, but I mean, she does a good Amanda Waller. I, it's oh, yeah. Well, she's
0: a phenomenal actress, she'll, yeah. she'll ex- excel at any role you put her in, yeah. They want to make her Santa Claus, she'd be a phenomenal Santa Claus, you know. But the thing is, do we want to? Is she, well, I'm not saying she's not a phenomenal actress because she really is a phenomenal actress, but is she what we want to carry? Do we want to carry this or do we want to carry someone else? Yeah. Do we carry anything from the previous DCU? Because the stink right. of it is just so aggressive.
1: Is it worth it to carry any of this stuff, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. So you say, I mean, you know, again, you would say uh, she was a great Amanda Waller, uh, Margot Robbie was a great. Harley Quinn, but that universe is gone, so it doesn't matter, and we're going to recast regardless. That's probably oh, yeah. that's probably how it would be, which is probably for the best because again, she's probably more expensive now that she's uh, an EGOT. Um mm-hmm. Little little sad celebrity news: uh, Melinda Dillon, who was the mom in A Christmas Story, oh uh, no, she, she passed away at eighty three. She was also in Close oh, Encounters oh. and several other things. Uh, oh
0: wait, that was her?
1: Yeah. I, that's
0: one of the few movies that is slightly scary that I actually like. Close Encounters?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I can see it is kind of slightly scary. I was aliens was the thing I was afraid of when I was a kid. So yeah, like a movie like Close Encounters, the movie Alien, those were scary. Uh, for to some
0: make. reason Alien Alien scary always scared me less than supernatural scary. I think Alien scary was easier for me to process for some reason.
1: You know, I think I agree with you. I think I think in my kid mind Even though both, I mean, like, aliens felt more real. Like, it was easier to believe that aliens exist than ghosts exist, maybe. I don't know. But you're right. I feel like, and and I guess also, like, if you're talking about sci-fi, then there's going to be some scary aliens, but it's not necessarily a, a horror movie, as opposed to anything that's a ghost story is like kind of inherently a, a horror, right? I mean, you know, so, yeah. so that might there's be some, it too. There's some
0: aspect of horror. Yeah. I, I know that there, there's a Casper and there's an E.T., but E.T. feels way more safe because yeah. E.T. never did anything bad. There were bad
1: ghosts in Casper. For sure. There were no bad aliens in E.T. Uh, yeah. From what I remember. The bad guys in E.T. were the humans, right? Exactly. They're trying to get E.T. And then, and then, of course, in the updated version, they changed all the guns to walkie-talkies, right? You remember that controversy?
0: I didn't even... I forgot all about that.
1: Yeah, when they when they re released it relatively whatever recently, um, you know, a, a lot of the guys running around not every gun, but yeah. in the original, you know, most of the military guys running around looking for ET have guns, and <laughs> because it's a kids movie, they toned it down and changed a lot of those guns to walkie talkies uh, with CGI.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. All
1: right, they, they do it a lot where they have to.
0: There were way more guns when things are coming out in the 80s and 90s than there are nowadays.
1: You know, are these real guns? There, there's a couple of things in the 80s and 90s, especially like before the PG-13 rating.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So when I was a kid, right, like before you and Kev were born, but when I was when a I kid, was a young warthog, Yep. So a PG movie, a, a PG comedy movie, was going to have some pretty salty language and at least one boob shot for no reason. There was going to be one topless woman at some point in every you know goofy comedy. Had very little to do dad with the who plot. Had to bring his kids. For the, yeah, I mean, you know, there was just a yeah, there would just be a semi nude, you know, a topless woman at some point, point. and they were these were yeah. PG movies, you know, <laughs> uh, and then you move on to the PG thirteen, and and by the time we get to PG thirteen, they were starting to say maybe this stuff isn't appropriate for kids, and you know, it, it, it tightened up a little bit. Um, okay, time for the celebrity crime blotter, with special feature this week: the cancel corner. Okay, so we're going to start Very with the exact. celebrity crime blotter. All right, you're aware of a person by the name of Ron Jeremy? Yeah, he he's an actor in films. Certain certain types of films, none of which I'm sure you've never seen anything with Mr. Ron Jeremy in it. I actually haven't because... <laughs> it's also way before um, your time.
0: Though that, and also just I've seen him in too many other things as like a joke, as an, a joke actor now. I'm like, I don't need to see where he comes from.
1: Yeah. Well, he, he's, he's been uh, charged with several counts of rape, but apparently he's got dementia so bad that they've suspended the trial. He's not competent to stand trial, and he's basically in a dementia unit. So if his situation improves, he'll come out of the dementia unit and go back on trial, but it's unlikely that his uh, mental state will improve. But I think also the... How, you know, how old is he? Oh, God, I don't know. He's pretty old. He's pretty old at this point. I mean, these I mean, I'm looking at this one picture. I mean, he's got
0: like fucking white hair. He yeah, I mean he looks old.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. He's I mean, you know. Let's look how old he is. Hold on, I will check. He was born in nineteen fifty three, so he's sixty-nine. Fitting. Makes sense. <laughs> uh...
0: No,
2: it's so perfect.
0: Um I mean, you know, it's horrible. In any scenario, you know, if this guy did what he did, it's horrible. But then I'm not defending him. You know, people with dementia, in my experience, you know, they're not really like if he was just like no one's watching him and he's just like loose doing whatever he wants, a lot of them don't really process fully what's going on all the time. Right. You know, like they, if he's not on medicine to like assist that. I mean, the mental state of someone in that scenario can go way south. And then also, respectfully, a man who has done what he has done in his career, for as long as he was in that uh, career path, I mean, you know, he he probably thinks a little differently than the average bear. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call it.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, again, I I mean, the, the reality is he's unlikely to actually be held accountable for yeah. for I'm um, not I'm not the, the crime either way because not, he's not going to be able to stand I'm in trial.
0: No way defending what he did. I'm in no way defending what he did. I just feel bad for the dementia part. Right. That's what I was trying to say. Uh,
1: so let's see. Same thing goes for well. I mean, so the co-executive producer of the show Scrubs is being sued in two sexual assault lawsuits as well. Uh, and uh, he's I think he's it, behind bars on 18 counts of rape. So it's like there's a lot of.
0: So his name is Eric. Wienberg. I definitely read that really quickly as Eric Wienerberg. I'm like, no, that's too perfect, too. Yeah, <laughs> Eric Wienerberg. Uh,
1: so let's. I mean, yeah. So, so and then it's crazy
0: to think that all these people in Hollywood are doing these horrible things. It's I not mean, like we have been hearing about it for generations at this point. Yeah, it's
1: it's just it's it's harder. It's, it's not, not hard that worth these it to be famous. Hap- well, it's not that these things haven't been happening all along. It's just harder to get away with it now. That's all. Right. Which yeah. which again just makes it. You know, all of your faves are problematic, right? All of the people, you know, you either you either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. It's it's you know it's sad. And so I think that we I think we have to not hold some of these uh, celebrities so dear and just like, Yep, I like that movie and then move on because if you if you put them up on a pedestal, when they fall off, it becomes you know, it you know, it it, it, it taints all the work, which is tough. Um So then you got Alec Baldwin, right? You know he's been one of the charges was a law that wasn't even on the books when he actually, you know, when when the accident happened uh, on the set of Russ. Isn't
0: that illegal? Isn't that like isn't there a thing against that?
1: Well, so yeah, so there's a. I mean, the judge could throw it out. I mean, he he might not. I mean, you know, that specific law that doesn't mean that that. uh, I'm saying
0: for that charge,
1: that charge will probably get thrown out because it didn't exist at the time. Right? You can't. Be held accountable for a law that didn't exist, um, but then you know Michael Shannon, right? You know General Zod. Uh, he was also on Boardwalk Empire. Really good actor. Um, I love him. He's actually great on board. I love Boardwalk Empire. It's one of my favorite yeah. shows of all time. He was phenomenal on the show. Just one quick like, so. Yeah, you know it's it's funny though because it's like I feel like he typically just plays kind of crotchety characters, like like the guy. but I mean, his Boardwalk Empire character was like very like stuffy and you know, had issues yeah. and everything. But like, I feel like, is that what he's like a lot? I mean, you know, like, I feel like that's more like he really is because all of his characters seem to be in that a- area. I bet, I bet he's a real free spirit. You think so? Did you ever see his Christmas movie? No. So might have. I don't know. I, I can't think of it. I, I don't know how we found it, but it was, you know, it was Christmas. You know, here's all the suggested holiday movies. And I see Michael Shannon. I'm like, oh, okay. He's a good actor. I like him. Uh, I think it had somebody else in it that that we liked as well. The premise is, you know, he runs a small store in a town that's kind of dying because everybody's moving out of the town and moving away from the town. And, you know, so like his store is struggling. And I think his wife leaves him around Christmas time. And uh, so he puts on a ghillie suit and goes out and gets drunk. And then somebody sees him in the ghillie suit and thinks that it's Sasquatch. (laughs) <laughs> so then everybody starts coming to the town because there was a Sasquatch sighting there and it revitalizes the town and blah, blah, blah. And there's a romance and there's like a Hallmark movie, whatever. And it was like, it, it, it was good. I liked it as a Christmas movie, is, as silly as it seems. So I would say check out the, uh, the Michael Shannon Christmas movie. I can't remember what it's called. It, the title of the movie is the name of the town that they lived in. So it's also not like very clear from the title that it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> um anyway he says that uh it's what happens what happened on rust isn't because of gun safety it's because you're trying to make a movie on the cheap that's kind of his quote so you know we'll see all right so the next section is the canceled quarter corner canceled corner i need to make like some production for that but uh let's let's start with uh, rick and morty did you see the articles that came out about that
0: um, so I saw some of them I saw some I saw some like quick like y things like quick little anecdotes from people I saw a couple different things um I saw one thing pointing out apparently that you know Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland haven't really been in contact for with years. each other for years <laughs> yeah now you know I saw that from IGN who so IGN is reliable yes. But I don't know if the source is reliable unless it's coming from Dan Harmon. You know, I always until I see multiple people posting it from different sources. Maybe, but it's possible. Maybe, maybe he was literally just like, "Hey, here are your lines. Let's talk to you next week when I give you more lines." You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that was that was, is kind of like you know, here's this you know one of the most popular things out, and then the creators like don't even talk because they've had a. You know, whether it's a falling out or just, you know, Justin Roiland's general behavior, then Harmon wanted to, didn't want to kill the cash cow, but also didn't want to associate with him. So, uh, let's see. So, moving on to other canceled folks. So, Roseanne Barr. Do you know who, tell me what you know about Roseanne Barr.
0: She was in that show, Roseanne.
1: Yes. Anything else?
0: Uh, She said something horrible and got canceled for it. <laughs> do you remember? They killed, they killed her on the show or something like
1: that. Yeah. They, they, they got rid of her. I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, the show was Roseanne and basically now it's the Connors, because just like it's like Valerie's family back in the back in the day, there was a show called Valerie. Um and the main character wanted too much money. And she's like, Well, you can't do the show without me. It's called Valerie. And they said, Oh yeah, it's Valerie's family now. And they freaking killed her off. And then the next season they changed it from the Val- from Valerie's family to the Hogan family, and they just moved on without her. And so that's kind of what they did with Roseanne. But she's basically saying She's the only one that actually got canceled. Dave Chappelle, Louis C.K., they're not canceled. And that brings me to my next uh, news article. Louis C.K. sells out Madison Square Garden. So probably not, I mean, that doesn't count as canceled if you're selling out Madison Square Garden, right? I think you said that last week. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's not really canceled, for sure. (laughs) I mean, so here's the thing, respectfully. I, I imagine, you know, Roseanne, from what I know. I don't know too much. Sorry for the the drop in in audio quality. I don't know too much about her up front, so my opinion could be lower than others. Um, But I know Dave Chappelle. I know Louis C.K. Those are like to this day, like you know, like strong comedy names. I
1: I would say from the comedy boom of the 80s, Roseanne actually came out of that. She is a very strong comedy name. No,
0: yeah, but like she did the show, and then she didn't really do much after that. Actually. Yeah, the first, the first show, Chappelle's show, is like one of the the pinnacles of comedy television. Still to this day, it's still hilarious. If not, you know, some of it might not be PC anymore because you know he put it out of time. Well, he wasn't really PC anymore. Anyway, it wasn't PC you know then. I mean. Yeah,
1: it never was yeah. PC. Uh,
0: but some stuff that might have been before isn't anymore. But the point is, you know, like, and then Louis C.K. had a show. Like, they were doing more things when she wasn't. It's like, they're more relevant. So I feel like they've accrued more, and I'm not trying to say they accrued more, like, leeway, but you know what I mean? Like, they
1: kind of did. <laughs> so she wasn't relevant enough to overcome cancellation.
2: That's my take. Yeah. Yes. And,
1: and, and, I mean, I would say that you really could say that there isn't any th- such thing as cancel culture or being canceled. You either are famous enough and popular enough to overcome it or you're not. And if you get canceled, it's because you're not popular enough for people to overlook whatever bad thing you did, right? Yeah. I mean, so you could you could use um, uh, Woody Allen as an example, right? Basically married his daughter, stepdaughter, right? You know, married his wife's daughter is what he did. Right? Yeah, that's pretty darn bad. But he's considered one of the best filmmakers, so people still go see his movies. Roman Polanski legit raped a a child. Everybody knows it. People still work for him. People still, you know, he literally can't come into the country. He'll get arrested. He is still. There's still warrants out for his arrest in the United States. He cannot come back. <laughs> but people still work for him and make movies with him. So, yeah. I, I mean, the sad fact is that there is a certain amount of, I don't know, I don't know if it's talent or fame or celebrity or or power that will overcome being canceled. You know, it's like, it's like a, it's a scale, it's the scales of justice, right? Whatever. At, at some point, yeah. the bad thing you did outweighs your popularity. So like Justin Roiland seems like the bad thing he did outweighed his popularity and he's gone, um, you know? Yeah. So,
0: if they had another, like, nine seasons of Rick and Morty, he might have gone past it.
1: I mean, yeah, it dep- depends on when it comes <laughs> out, what's going on at the time. I mean, yeah, because, like, same thing. Like, uh, Louis C.K. was, like, at the top of his career when the yeah. stuff comes out, right? So, so yeah, so he takes a little bit of time off and then, you know, kind of just acts like it never happened and he just is still living his life. And, you know, and, and, and Chappelle as well. And, again, and it, it is, you know, Chappelle's... I don't know he, what what people are upset with Chappelle about. He's having a legit like debate slash argument. Like he goes, like he's like, I understand what you're saying, and I disagree with you, right? Yeah. And 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 his is, I, I mean, I guess his is not about like like Louis C.K.'s is about consent and and you know potential alleged sexual assault, and you know Dave Chappelle is, you know, about you know I don't know if we call it bullying or being intolerant or transphobic uh and he will argue that he's not being transphobic right so you know what it, it might be hard for louis ck to argue that what he did wasn't bad you know so i don't know um that that being said uh well okay so then i got a couple other things we're moving on to will smith right he because we're getting close to the oscars this year you remember the slap heard around the world the slapping yes. the slapping the slapping um,
0: I wonder if they're going to allow any jokes about that.
1: <laughs> I mean, how, how can you, I, I, I wonder if they just say, nobody, nobody mentioned the slap last year. Yeah. I, I like would they be like,
0: I'm here with my wife.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, so I've got a ton of articles that have been out like since last year, you know, like, Oh, he's fired from, it says, you know, he got fired from a lad and he got fired, uh, from some other, uh, you know, potential Oscar winner, you know, like all of these, uh, Articles about Will Smith, and then all of a sudden, the rumor is now, we're almost a year later, oh, maybe they are going to make an Aladdin 2 with Will Smith. You know, like, oh, eh, well, okay, everybody forgot about it. It's, it's been enough time. Just be quiet. Wait. Be good. Don't get, do not do anything else, yeah. and then we'll be okay. I mean, really, how long will it be before they make another Ezra Miller film and go, okay, everybody forgot about Ezra Miller, and then he gets back into the I, I into just the saw game. a
0: poster for his new movie, yeah. uh... On Instagram before we started shooting the show, so I mean I think the trailer is going to come out with the Super Bowl. Oh, for those who don't know, at the time of recording, Super Bowl Sunday is around the corner, so next week we'll have plenty of our commercial breakdowns for you on the uh, wonderful commercials that come out of the Super Bowl.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, I mean Ezra Miller.
1: I do plan to live tweet people. the game, also if you want to follow me on uh, Twitter at Pi Day Scott. So
0: I mean, didn't Robert wasn't and I don't know I don't know anything about this, so I could be wrong. Wasn't Robert Downey Jr. like a complete shithead? for a while, and now he's, like, beloved. (laughs) Was he a shithead, or was he just, like, a druggie? He was a drug
1: addict, right? So, there's, I mean, yes, Robert Downey Jr. had really significant problems, but they were substance abuse and and addiction related, and so, therefore, not really like, if he had gotten high and then hurt people, been abusive to somebody, I don't know that he could have come back in the same way, but it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, everybody was just like, "Oh, you're you're hurting yourself. We love you. Y- y- you know, take care of yourself." And then he was able to to do that. You know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, then you know, there's there's that argument that you know the nice guy image that Will Smith had was always the facade, and the real Will Smith is the guy that would walk up and slap uh, Chris Rock on stage.
0: And I think, I think people know that's not true. I mean, Will Smith. He does content enough. Like, he, he's, he's been around. He's not really, like, a bad person. He was in a stressful scenario, and he acted in a way that someone who was stressed out would.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, and they're still talking about, uh, you know, are him and Jada getting divorced? Uh, you know, who knows? So, um, but then, so moving on to Chris Rock, right? He he is not going to be hosting, or he declined to host uh, this year's Oscars, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he, uh, him and Chris, so Chris Rock and uh, Dave Chappelle, like, kind of went on tour together last year, kind of, because while both of them are in this controversy, you know, they kind of did a tour together. And um, so getting back to Chappelle, right? So Dave Chappelle is specifically the one that said that Will Smith dropped the Perfect Person Act uh, like a mask, <laughs> you know, it's like, like, you know he's pretending to be the perfect person, but uh, yeah, you know people are still getting venues are getting uh, pushback when they book Chappelle. The CEO of Netflix says he's going to keep ordering Chappelle specials. He doesn't care. You know he'll just keep booking him because you know he likes them. Um, and even even Chappelle uh, says that you know people are throwing eggs at him and, and protesting him. So uh, you know we'll we'll see. I mean it's, it hasn't. He's not. Again, they're not canceled. There's pushback. You know, Chappelle is still, like, in the middle of arguing back and forth whether he's... I mean, again, I wouldn't say he's canceled. I'm saying he's in an active argument, debate with, uh, you know, with the trans community. And, and, you know, I mean, I think what would be... It would be interesting if at some point he has an epiphany and says, okay, I, I understand what their issue is and I apologize. So far, he hasn't done that. So far, he's just continued to say, "I understand what they're saying, and I disagree with them, and this is how I feel." <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so here's the honorable mention in the cancel corner for this week: uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, reportedly dating a 19-year-old model at this point. I mean, good for Leo. Yeah. Well, I that, mean, the, you know, the the joke. Uh, the joke I saw was, uh, you know, Justin Roiland gets in trouble for uh, dating underage women. And Leonardo DiCaprio says, here, hold my beer. And Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend says, I can't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, she's 19. I mean, we have seen way worse. Uh, rest, in P- rest in peace, Hugh Hefner. Um, that man was 97 million years old dating 24 year olds. Um, and he looked at too. So, I mean, it happens as long as everyone's consenting and happy. That's what matters. I do think there is such thing as a, a too large of an age gap, but if everyone's happy, who am I to poo poo on it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it it's it, it's like the age gap in this kind of situation also equals a power gap, right? I mean, yeah. you know, one of the most famous stars in Hollywood and any 19-year-old girl, uh, you know, I mean, there is, you know, it, regardless of age, it's also, you know, it's a power dynamic. But, and you know, and you can make the argument that, you know, the 19-year-old knows what she's getting into, but do you, when you're 19, do you have the fully developed brain to really make those kind of long-term decisions or know how it's going to impact you? Um, I don't know. So, anyway, that's that's our cancel corner for the week, uh, yeah, I don't know. All, I think there'll probably be lots of people in it. We can maybe we'll keep that as an ongoing segment. Oh, let's move on to studio news. Uh, Disney is going to cut seven thousand different jobs. That's a lot, and they're also yeah. going to make an, a Frozen, Toy Story, and Zootopia sequel. <laughs> so right. we're going to fire a bunch of people, <laughs> and then we're going to make a bunch of new sequels.
0: Well, so I mean, when they say th- I mean, does it say? Seven thousand from where they say seven thousand jobs.
1: I mean, yeah, seven thousand jobs across the across the enterprise, right? You know, so yeah, some I of mean, those are probably theme park jobs, and yeah, uh, you know, but everyone's got to make a profit,
0: you know. I guess in you know, I trust Iger because he's been doing it for a while, and they just came back, so maybe this makes sense to him. But you know, when you say you're getting rid of seven thousand jobs. And then you're also going to say, all right, listen, we're going to fire 7,000 people, but wait, we're making another Toy Story movie, even though we said the last two were the last ones. Yeah. Um, You know, because I'm pretty sure they
1: said Toy Story 3 is the last one, and then Toy Story 4 is the last one.
0: It's going to be tough to make a Toy
1: Toy Story 5. How are they going to get them back together?
0: We need to find Woody. He left his hat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, look at me. I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Um, Unless they're not doing, unless
0: it's other toys. It could be other toys. It doesn't have to be Buzz and Woody. I mean, well, it could be some other kids.
1: True, toys. true. Well, and I know you know Tim Allen, who was most recently in the news for being accused of waving his penis at Pamela Anderson thirty years ago, um, said something about being back as Buzz. So maybe Woody isn't going to be in it, but it will be everybody else, right? Yeah, you know th- that are still with Bonnie. So we'll, maybe, maybe we'll
0: Bonnie see. goes to college now, and now all the toys have to deal with the fact that um, they they get sent to a toy show and then some some kid and his friends are like all right five dollars
1: for buzz Lightyear."
0: well that's a vintage buzz light year
1: six dollars so you know they and they get shipped and then some guy in new jersey like takes the box puts it in a, a storage unit somewhere on the outskirts uh, near the pine yeah. barrens in new jersey
0: locks the lid and then it becomes a horror movie because they're locked inside of this of this crate uh for all time
1: Oh, man, that is almost the plot of Toy Story 3, I think. Anyway, uh, so what what they said, uh, Iger said, the company's going to focus even more on our core brands and franchises and aggressively curate our general entertainment content. So that means, basically, if it ain't a franchise, you aren't going to see it. Right? It's going to be Marvel. It's going to be Star Wars. It's going to be Toy Story Frozen. Whatever, that's what, you know, that's sequels. what makes money. Sequel, sequel, yeah. sequels. sequels. So, that's
0: what makes money. People keep coming back.
1: Yep. Um, and then, you know, when we're talking about like the theme parts, did you hear about what was going on in Florida and, and the governor there and all that BS? The governor, how he was like,
0: there was some weird ruling where Disney didn't have to follow certain like building laws. And
1: now they did. Well, yeah. So they, they basically were like the area around Walt Disney world is kind of like their own city, right? Like, like they are in, like they, they have their own. City rules and taxes and whatever. So they pay to maintain the roads, whatever. And I guess DeSantis did something that was taking away them being formed as a city. Which would would then mean that the cost of maintaining and all the debt of that is going to fall back into the state. So it seems like it's a huge mistake, but I don't don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, That's going to be an ongoing train wreck. And then Disney moved to somewhere else where
0: they won't have to worry about it. Which they can. I, they probably couldn't. Although Disney might be the only company who I could see moving an entire theme park.
1: And <laughs> we're going to pick it up and move it piece by piece. Yep. Uh, and they'd
0: make a whole movie out of it. And they'd have it animated by Pixar along the way. And then they'd make you feel bad for, like, it's a small world. And all that. It'd be a whole thing. A whole thing. They also just shut down, I think, Splash Mountain over there. Or it's been shut down. Yeah, so they're, I they are. Splash Mountain's getting changed
1: now. They're changing Splash Mountain... From Song of, Song the, of South the South theme to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Yes. Right. Yeah. And
0: I saw some some people uh, very upset about that. Um, but, I mean, if it wasn't Song of the South, uh, I if it wasn't Song of the South, I'd say leave it alone. But it's Song of the South, guys. <laughs> it's the only Disney movie I know that you can't find anywhere.
1: Yeah. and And so the people in line on the last day to see it, all white people. All white people. Anyway, yeah. to the people that are upset about losing the song of the South fall into a certain demographic. That's all I'm going to say. Um, anyway, uh, they're also I guess it says 20th Century, which used to be 20th Century Fox, right? Which is owned yes. by Disney. They're talking about uh, another Alien movie. So I don't know. Ooh. I mean, I don't know that that would have anything to do with the original Ripley. But I mean, the Xenomorphs are somewhere in the go- in, in the universe, right? So they can just
0: well, they're going to bring them into Mar- They're going to bring them into the MCU. Nice. There's going to be a good xenomorph who um, is quirky and likes burritos, and his name's going to be like Zen.
1: Zen the xenomorph. Yeah. I mean, well, they already put Alien versus Predator, right? So they got those two are already combined, and then they just did Prey. So I well, mean, yeah, there's no, the so a universe this, of these, right?
0: So, so the xenomorph um, MCU crossover is really to bring over Predator, so we could have the movie we all wanted, which is Craven the Hunter versus Predator, double versus Spider-Man, and then we
1: involve... <laughs> and then the alien pops in at the end? With, it, makes, with, uh, it
0: makes its own money.
1: With with, uh, with Venom. Like Venom, Venom maybe, yeah, 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 Venom pops yeah. in with it. Jeez. Um, let's see. What else is going on over at Disney? Uh, they're fighting union contracts. They're going to do a Phineas and Ferb... Uh... That was a great show.
0: Phineas and Revival. Ferb was a great cartoon. If you haven't seen it and you enjoy relatively funny cartoons, I like it a lot uh the there was a villain it was funny is that doctor idea-
1: whatever what's, his, what's the doctor yeah i've never I'm, I'm too old for phineas and ferb that was way after my time it was
0: great the, so the idea was every episode was an adventure they had during summer vacation but was fantastic about the show there were like three like a hundred some odd episodes and way more way more days of va- like way more days episodes than there are days of, of summer vacation right. so it was just fun and then the, they had a pet platypus who was a secret agent who would go fight Doofenshmirtz, who was a our divorced dad, and <laughs> was just quirky and just do funny things. And then Perry the Platypus would show up. And he's like, Oh, look, a platypus. And then he put on like a detective hat. It's like, Perry the Platypus, of course. So it nobody recognizes
1: him until he puts the hat on. And then it's Perry. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh my God, it's Perry the Platypus, the secret agent.
1: <laughs> and now, and which one? So one of them has a triangle head and one of them has a football head. Is that? Is that right? So, uh, th- so,
0: like, one of them is the triangle head looks like a Dorito, and if he looks straight at you, it's just a line. <laughs> uh, the other one looks like an F, like an, uh, like, a, like an uppercase F, but with really short lines.
1: So I would assume that that's Ferb. That's Ferb. And then, because yeah, no, Phineas. Phineas is PH, right? All right. Yes. I remember I did see a clip of one where uh, they, they've got, like, ski masks on. Yeah. And so he said, hey, Phineas, which direction are you facing right now? And he goes, um, I don't know, because, like, Because of the triangle shape of his head, you can't tell which direction he was facing. Anyway, um, let's see. Now, again, talking back to Cancel Corner, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, there have been lots of different uh, rumors going around. Uh, One is that the whole franchise is just dead. Um, (laughs) Margot Robbie said that her female-led version that she was wanting to work on is dead. Um, But then Bruckheimer says that he wants to just bring Johnny Depp back and maybe pick it up and go ahead. So. (laughs) <laughs> it's been it's been
0: too long. It's been way too long since we had any sort of pirates, anything that I think if they're gonna do anything pirates related, um, it needs to just be fresh. Maybe we do a couple years back before anyone important was around, or we do forward, which I don't think forward would work anyways because we're at a point where anything past this point doesn't make sense for that. Be pirates. But if we're gonna do Pirates of the Caribbean, it's gotta be a new story.
1: Early early ver- earlier versions before Captain Jack the uh before Cap- Jack, Captain Jack's before, mom.
0: Before Calypso got turned into the little lady, you know, before Davy Jones was out there, maybe
1: like or maybe like it's Davy Jones' story
0: because yeah. that character
1: was cool. I I uh, um I, I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen any what? of the other Pirates of the Caribbean movies.
0: So you only need to see, in my opinion, the first three.
1: The first three, so it's like what? So it's Pirates of the Caribbean, and then it's Dead Man's Chest, and On Stranger Tides, so, or
0: uh, so. Is there it's five of them? The Black Pearl, yeah. There's the Black Pearl, which is the first one. Dead Man, Ch- Dead Man's Chest, and the third one's like At World's End. No the fourth one weren't those was two like
1: wasn't two and three like back to back like like it's a cliffhanger and it goes on to the next one.
0: Yeah, two and and then Cliffhanger follows into three. Okay. Not immediately, but, like, pretty closely after. Because something happens in two where they have to do something in three. Okay. um, I, mean, I guess, do, do you care about, are you going to watch them? No, I do not care about spoilers. So Jack Sparrow well, dies in the second one. Oh, but they bring him back in the third one? And they go to Davy Jones' locker, and they take Jack, and then they go back to the real world.
1: Okay. So, you got Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest, At World's End, On Street, Your and, then like, and Dead Street Man's and then, Chest.
0: Yeah. So the last two are extra credit. They're not as good. Um, if you want to watch them, you can. I saw them because my girlfriend was into I made her start watching the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and she liked it. Um what's funny is Disney Plus for some reason skips the fourth movie at the time when we were watching it. Really? It's just so not so it there. went one, two, three, five. That's weird. I guess because four also technically was only involving Jack Sparrow and no one else really important. Because, like, the other main character, the other main leads were out of the picture at that point. Is that the one that has his dad, that Keith Richard plays his dad? Uh, Keith Richard plays his dad in the second and third one, I think. Oh, okay. So he's maybe not even in the fourth one. Okay. He might be in the fourth one. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen those movies. I watched them with her, like, a year ago, maybe more, and that's the last time I saw them. Um, but they were fine movies, and I think at this point if they're gonna do anything more with them, there's no point in picking up where we left off. It's been way too long and it just doesn't make sense. Right. In my personal opinion. My personal professional amateur opinion.
1: All right. Well, let's move over to Disney Plus. Um They dropped two point four million subscribers recently. That's uh and then and according to Iger, there's gonna be a significant transformation for Disney Plus. So like I think I mean I guess it, it's you 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 get your subscription you watch all the shit you want to watch and you cancel your subscription so until they come up with the next must see tv th- you know they're going to lose subscription I mean you know like I mean you yeah, know, I mean, I, there are, I used
0: my Disney Plus the other day to watch Black Panther. <laughs> yep. That never actually got to watch it again.
1: Um
0: but yeah the I mean I think a lot of the hype on Disney Plus has probably died down at this point. So now you're not you're dealing with people. Well, there's a lot of Disney people, obviously, but now you're dealing with people who are like, "Okay, do I care anymore?" Is the hype gone? Yeah. The the Disney hype and goodwill, I think, has kind of waned at this point. So now it's people who actually like Disney properties and think it's reasonable enough to keep the to keep the uh, subscription, mm-hmm. and those who don't. Yeah, those, those have know, I think right. you know. Yeah, exactly. You're you you know, for people like you. You know, you got a family. You got a lot of smaller kids. You know, makes sense to keep it. We have it in the house because you know sometimes my family likes to get together and watch the Disney shows, all the Star Wars shows. We're big fans of some of the Marvel shows, some of the Marvel movies. So you know, there's properties that we like watching, we enjoy watching. So we'll keep Disney Plus around. But I mean, you know, beyond that, there's not a lot of reasons for people, unless they're like really big Disney fans, to keep Disney Plus. It's not like they have major shows on there that people care about unless they're genre pieces you get them like they don't have like they don't have friends you know what i mean they don't have you know yeah, it's stuff it's, like that it's
1: all related like you know yeah. yeah you know it's star wars and marvel and you know disney princesses and you know and you know classic disney movies but then that's it right so if you're done watching those things or those aren't your wheelhouse then yeah, you're going to move to Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu or some of the other ones. So uh, let's see. Let's wrap up the first segment here, do one more. Hey, we've got another cancel corner out there. Gina Carano actually made a movie. I think it was produced by uh, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> you know who Ben Shapiro is, right? I'm aware of him as someone who is politically one Direction. Uh, so <laughs> here's the, here's what it says. One of the biggest box office failures of 2022 was terror, terror on the prairie. It's hard to say terror on the prairie. Um, the Ben Shapiro produced Western starring Gina Carano. And one of the issues that people had is that it was too woke. And I'm like, I don't know how it could be woke coming from those people, but, uh, yeah.
0: Anyway. You know, it's, it's, it's a shame what happened with her. Cause that character was cool. Mm hmm. And now it's like taboo, <laughs> and yeah. now she's like, kind
1: of, not killed
0: her career,
1: but severely handicapped her career. I mean, yeah, if you get booted off like literally the most popular thing on Disney Plus, right, The Mandalorian, uh, that's a problem. I mean, you know, that's gonna gotta, gotta be. Dangerous. I
0: heard they had word about
1: like trying to get her her own show. Like yeah. she was set up for a lot of things. They for sure could have done a spinoff with her and Grief Karga, and just like just yeah. had them in the town that they were in at the end. The absolutely could have been a show, and people would have watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, doesn't mean that they won't recast or. Which I I heard that might be
0: in the works. Yeah, I don't know who. Um, I mean, they could probably find a female UFC fighter and just ask her if she wants to do it and yeah. throw a, a a truck ton of twenties at her or hundreds because it's disney um but i think the character is good enough that i wouldn't mind seeing a recast you know considering where we're yeah. at now or or you
1: do the thing where like we like, get like, her sister yeah or... she she gets killed off screen and then it's another person that's exactly like her that that is there to avenge her and then you just after a couple of weeks, you forget that that was a that, that it was a different character because th- they do all the same things that that character yeah. does, right? You know, you write off one character, you write in a new character that does all the same things. That's what we were talking about with The Witcher, right? Like, when they bring in Hemsworth in yeah. Season 4, yeah. is it is it a recast where he's still... uh, What's the guy's name? Geralt. Geralt? Or is it another Witcher that just kind of acts very similar? Yeah. Yeah. What
0: was, what was uh, her name? Cara Dune. Cara Dune, yeah. So we're going to get Caitlyn Dune. Yeah. Yeah. I'm her sister. I do basically everything she does. Right. Um. You can even call me Kara Dune still. It's cool. I'll totally right. don't.
1: <laughs> Everyone on my planet is named Kara Dune. So you don't even have to change the, the names. <laughs> sci fi, because sci fi, you can do whatever you want with sci fi. Yep, find a planet. You All can right. do it. All right. So I think with that, we will take this episode, episode 709 of Geek Stuff TNG, I think the one we're calling Cancel Corner, to yes. a break. The way we, in some, no, so no, just, we're going to a break after these messages. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, we'll be right here. Just come back here. Just come back here. Don't go anywhere. Don't, don't go anywhere. Don't we're gonna go be right. Anywhere.
0: We're going to wait for you, so you wait for us.
1: Yeah, I like it. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah!
0: We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff, TNG, directly by using our GVM line. 201 Hmm,
1: maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? Alright, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat>
2: hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your, hmm, comments. Oh! (coughs) (coughs) That's right. We want you to tell us what's, hmm, on your mind. What we are doing that you (laughs) like. (coughs) So, call us on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and you may hear yourself
1: uh,
0: on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG.
1: <laughs> wow, wow.
0: What?
2: Okay, here we go.
0: I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more.
1: Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well.
0: Proud members of Hashtag Potter Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network.
1: Hey Geek Stuff listeners, it's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast.
0: We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family.
1: It's called The Piecast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out.
2: And now another classic geek stuff ID. Oh. Fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word. The big one. The queen mother of dirty words. The F-dash-dash-dash word. Hey,
0: this is Zena Petrella, Randy Parker.
2: Oh, Randy, don't play with your food, eat it. Ah, gee. Starving people would be happy to have that.
1: Yano Anaya, Grover Dill. In our world, you were either a bully, a toady, or one of the nameless rabble of victims.
2: Scott Schwartz's
0: flick. Hi! and we're all from a Christmas story, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff.
2: A crummy commercial? Son of a bitch. Geek Stuff TNG.
0: Live from the sandwich shop, High Day Productions in sunny Southern California. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light up R two D two. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S foils open to attack position. The lights of the cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do 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 premium offer. You get what eighteen scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. It go.
1: Okay, now I'm <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely Parm Crisp. That's right. No Geek Stuff TNG would be complete without Parm Crisp
0: Snack Mix. Parm Crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know
1: like Parm. Crisp. Yeah. Also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev? Does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar?
0: Yeah. It has has fiber in it and no added sugar. You
1: take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes palm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, parmcrisps.com, it says our original blend. Parm Crips, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, I'm, Kev? I am not sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. Probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, I've you eaten. see, sir, I I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious Parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. They yeah, are, but I don't think they're doing the big. What is this? Twenty ounce. I don't think they're doing... 20, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on ParmCrisps, Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount.
0: Right. Mention them we- at checkout. and look like a weirdo.
1: <laughs> Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. and all right, what a good what a good live read. Those live reads get better every single week. Sandwich, you're just getting so good at it. I'm telling you. Thank you. I I do the best I can to
0: live read as live and readily as possible.
1: I mean, you know, with practice makes perfect. I mean, you hit it the same way every single time. It's amazing. It really is. Oh well, yeah, it's 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 um
0: what it is is you you read it the same way and then you start to flow it. So almost I get to kind of just turn off my brain and just read, and I can do other things. While I'm doing it, because I know it so well at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's it. Um, let's let's hit a little... Uh, just a couple of quick, quick hits on some of the other streamers. So, over on Netflix, that 90s show uh, got approved for a season two. I hadn't heard very great reviews. Did you watch that 70s show when it was out? Uh, so, I'm not saying
0: I watched every episode, but I watched a good bit of that 70s show. Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was funny. Um, I liked all the characters... So I mean, I thought it was interesting, and then I think they did an '80s version, right? Then they do like a they tried an '80s. They did and that it '80s horrible.
1: show. Yep. It it. it I think I, that was a first season canceled. Did not last. Uh, it just didn't because I mean that '70s show original. Do you know the? Here's the bit of trivia. What was the original title, the working title of that '70s show before it like got picked up of the pilot? I don't even know. Teenage Wasteland. Right after oh. the after the. The Who song, right? Um, so, again, I mean, it, it it wasn't about the 70s. It was about a group of kids growing up in the 70s, right? And so that 80s show didn't have the likable character. It didn't have the character. Make- it just didn't have whatever that 70s show had. Um yeah. But I hear that that '90s show doesn't quite have it either. You know, like you get yeah, one cameo per episode, right? It's not like you get the old gang back together. They kind of pop in one at a time, with the exception of Danny Masterson, who's on trial for rape. Also, you know, um, I think they wrote
0: out his, they they retconned his
1: character to not exist anymore. Hyde died. That's all we got to say. Not even. I think they literally just don't admit that Hyde's a person. They don't mention him <laughs> at all. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. It's just not the right time. Uh, yeah. Aston Kutcher. Um, Said, ultimately, I can't know if he's innocent or not. So that—that's the quote from Ashton Kutcher. Also, who um, almost died uh, last year from an autoimmune disease. <laughs> so we could have lost Ashton Kutcher. So we should all be thankful. Um, oh, you yeah. know, so we can still do the punk revival, punked revival that we want. Um, can you even do punked nowadays? Is punked something know. we really think we could do nowadays? I mean, there's still tons of shows like that, hidden camera shows. I mean, Punk just happened to be on celebrities. I, I'm sure there will be another one. And Punk was just a candid camera. I mean, you know, that idea has been done for over and over again, forever. Yeah. Um. So Tofer Grace said that filming the show was like a Christmas present. You know, he just really enjoyed it. I mean, again, it's, it's fun characters. It's fun to see them get back together. We'll see how long it lasts. You do it for a season or two for the nostalgia and then you move on. But if, the other thing is, like we are farther from the 90s today than we were from the 70s when that 70s show started. Yeah. So that is really weird and that was like that's what they said if you if you did back to the future today, right 30 years ago would be yeah. uh you know 1993. <laughs> so yeah. so you know my parents back in 1993 with Doc Brown just doesn't have the same it just feels weird because I was there in 1985 seeing Back to the Future in the theater and the 50s seemed like a long time ago but 1993 does not seem like as long ago yeah. as the 50s seemed in 1985.
0: Oh yeah no it's 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 weird to think about that that like we're like a good bit into the um, the 2020s at this point. Yeah. Like three years kind of flew by especially when you had COVID to start off the 2020s Yeah, and then you know two years kind of meld together now it's like I don't want to say we're at the end of it but you know we're at a point where it would like normal
1: to a degree, yeah. Uh, over on Amazon Prime, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. You know who? Remember who Phoebe Waller-Bridge is? Of course I do. I of course remember who Phoebe Waller-Bridge is. Yeah, I'm definitely know, she, not clicking she, on this she article. She was in uh, Fleabag. Fleabag was her big thing. Uh, very talented writer uh, and comedic actress. Um, but she's going to um work on a Tomb Raider series for Amazon. So. I mean, I would assume that if Phoebe Waller-Bridge is involved, it's going to be funny because she's funny. So I think that would be interesting to have a action-adventure type of show, but then with her involvement, making it funny too. I mean, maybe that, maybe that's what it's need. I, I don't know. I mean, did you like the Tomb Raider um, movies with uh, Angelina Jolie?
0: I mean, I, I like them because Angelina Jolie's in it and she, you know... She, she's attractive. I mean, they were never great, like, there was never a phenomenal acting. like, alright, you know what? It's a video game movie. They're okay. She looks good. You know? You don't think about it again. You move on. The games, I'm a fan of the games because the, the games are fun. Um. So, I mean, it could be comedic. I, I don't know enough about the, the franchise to know whether or not it's... I know it's not a big comedy game series. I mean, hey, if it's a more comedic take, maybe that's what we need to, like, kind of bring it back a little bit. So I feel like it's been kind of all quiet on the, uh, on the Eastern front for that, uh, property as of late. So, yeah, maybe, maybe this is what it needs.
1: What about the reboot that Angelina Jolie wasn't in? It was an updated, um, Tomb Raider. Was that any good? I didn't see that either.
0: I didn't see it. I forgot about it. So if I, so I'm (laughs) going to say no.
1: All right. Uh, let's see. What else has gone over, over on Amazon Prime? They are also, uh, I guess they're going to be working on uh some more stuff with Critical Role. They're going to do their second campaign, right? So The Legend of Vox Machina was their first campaign, right? Is that the, done already? I don't I don't know if it's done. I mean, I I don't know. Like do they finish the campaign? I don't I don't know anything about Critical Role. Is it the same characters that then went into a different campaign or do they start with new characters in a different campaign? New
0: characters. I think they got to like level 20 and they did all these things and it was all emotional and stuff and they won, but then they lost. Um So, I mean, it, it was a, a beginning and ends. Each season is a beginning and end.
1: You know, each season has its own little, uh you know, bits and pieces to it. But so, so at some point, if they wanted to continue with the characters, they would go beyond what they did on the show is what you're saying. Yeah. On, on, on the podcast or whatever you would call it. It's not a podcast. It's a YouTube show. Well- um,
0: What's crazy is also um the idea that if they're almost done with the first campaign they're only doing the third campaign now so unless they're going to wait they're going to just have to make stuff up. <laughs> so Yeah,
1: that that was kind of my question. Are they going to be going to they're going to lose the stuff to base it on? So so we'll see if you're if you're a critical Role fan and you know more detail about that, so call us on the GVM line. 201-730-2547
0: or if you're OG, you can just text us.
1: Yeah. Or you can be on the show and tell, tell us about it. That would be great.
0: Yeah, you can just you can uh, just answer our calls and our text
1: messages. We, we got an email. empty third chair right now that uh, OG would fit nicely in. Um, yeah. Let's see, Invincible. We're going to get uh, the season two this year. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know who Jason Manzucas is?
0: I know that name. So
1: I don't he? Know why? He's just he's a very funny guy. He's very odd. Uh, you know, he's been on uh, several things, but he's uh, Rex Splode. He's the voice of Rex Splode on uh, on. Uh, Invincible, and so he just he said that he loves. It's a dream come true to do that that role. He's a very funny guy. So if you've seen him in other things, oh, uh, I know that
0: guy. Yeah, yeah, funny as hell.
1: Reacher Reacher season two is working. Uh, so the actor that was on Titans, who played Hawk from Hawk and Dove, moved on to the Reacher series on yes, uh, on he, Amazon.
0: He starred in one of my favorite comedy series of all time. It was it's a sports one, so I mean I know that's not really our thing. Um, sports ball. That guy is funny as all hell. What was it called? But he's also uh, Blue Mountain State.
1: Oh, so is it? It's just like a was it like a Comedy Central parody show about a about a college football. It was team?
0: on like Spike, and yeah, it was all about college football. He was like the linebacker who did steroids and drank a lot and would <laughs> just like scream. It was f- fucking hilarious. Oh. Um and he was a part of that so i love the actor because he 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 is way more comedic he could do comedy very well he is very excellent at comedy well
1: i'll tell you he was good on uh on titans right you know the the hawk and dove arc that they had they had several episodes that was really about those two characters that i never heard of right i didn't know you know i don't know who yeah. hawk and dove are um in the comics anyway and, and i liked their their run on uh, on titans so so, like, and I'm interested to see Reacher, uh, and because I hear like the the books that it's based on are good, the Jack Reacher movies are popular. I'm interested to see this show. That's kind of on my list of one. I th- I think that I would I would like that kind of you know action. It's a spy adventure, kind of like what we talked about, right? I don't know if he's yeah. a spy or just a kind of a general like roaming the country, beating people up kind of hero. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's see over on Apple TV, uh, Tom Hardy. Bane, uh, of Bane fame, and Zazie Beets, uh Domino, from Deadpool, right? They're set for a movie called Lazarus. Uh, it's early in the works for Apple TV. Ooh. Don't know anything more about that. Uh, let's see. Oh, so did you hear Paramount Plus and Showtime are merging together somehow? Showtime, Paramount Plus? Yeah. So, I, th- I mean, I feel like that's weird because, I mean, like, Showtime, well, I, I guess it's not any weirder than HBO Max and... Uh, and discovery yeah. merging, although they're backtracking on that, they said they may not merge those two channels. So, I, I mean, it, you know, we'll we'll see what goes on with that. But, uh, but the, the 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 thing about it is, I mean, Showtime is a if you have cable, you have Showtime, right? Or some people just watch Showtime on the Showtime app. So, mm-hmm. so if they're merging are they going to raise the price? Cause now you have the content from Paramount plus and the content from Showtime, or are you just going to, if you were a Showtime subscriber, now you get all the Paramount plus content. And if you were a Paramount plus person, you get all the Showtime content. I mean, I'm interested to see how that's going to work when they, yeah. w- when they merge, because you know, Paramount plus is where you get all the, uh, for me, it's where all the, the Star Trek stuff is looking forward to Picard season four that we mentioned last week. Um, but you know they've already started to you know they already start to monkey with the uh, with the content right they pulled like the the, the twilight zone the, the jordan peel version of twilight zone got pulled uh the real world homecoming got pulled uh sh- on the showtime side they're reviewing re- they're removing a lot of their like original programming that didn't last very long so like the one season stuff just goes away so it's like does that stuff find some other place to live or did it just It just goes and sits on a shelf somewhere, and then you just can't see it. Yeah. You know, so Showtime's not moving forward with a show called Three Women. They canceled Let the Right One In and American Gigolo. Um, Do you know about Let the Right One In? Do you know what that is? No. So there was a movie. I think it was Icelandic? or some. It was a Scandinavian country film, and Mm. it was basically about a vampire that was made a vampire when they were a child, so they still look like a child who becomes friends with an actual child and then like protects that child from like, I think a child predator and it was called let the right one in. And then they made an American version. I think it was just called let me in. I'm not quite sure. And then, so then this is now a series based on those, those books, movies, whatever, but then it's canceled and it's not moving forward. So, um, again, it's just, there's like, I guess if we look back 10 years, There was cable TV, right? And it's not TV, it's HBO. And there was all the stuff that was happening. And then Netflix came and kind of disrupted that. And then now everything has just exploded out into all of these streaming services, like the Big Bang. And now the universe is done expanding and it's going to contract back. And in that contraction, we're going to lose stuff. It's just going to go away. And we're never going to be able to see it again. So if you don't have it on physical media or from some other ubiquitous clandestine source... You just won't be able to see it anymore. Yeah, you are, as the Germans say, fucked. <laughs> that's right. Uh, let's see. You know, there's a bunch of Doctor Who news that's just been sitting on the prep sheet for a few months. So I'm just going to wipe that off of the prep oh. sheet by saying uh, they're not getting a, as as much of a budget has been rumored, even though technically the Doctor Who stuff is going to be on Disney Plus at some point. They've showed us the 15th Doctor uh, which is a whole thing. Did we talk about the spoiler alerts from the quote unquote 15th doctor? We might've, I mean, I,
0: that doctor Who is a series. I wish I could care more about, but I I was pushed away. Not because of anyone bad, just because I, I had this kid in my high school. I might have talked about it before <laughs> who was really into the series. and That's all he would talk about. And I sat next to him. So he would just tell me about it. And I'm, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm a really nice guy, but like, I'm like, all right, yeah, let me listen to you for like weeks. I sat next to this kid, and he would just talk about Doctor Who. I just want to do my multiplication stuff, please.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I would say this now. At this point, there's a decade worth of the of the reboot or, or the you know the revived Doctor Who stuff. Um, Russell T. Davies, the guy that kind of brought it back with the Christopher Eccleston version, the Ninth Doctor, um, he's back for. The fifteenth doctor. So uh hopefully I I mean, it's it, gonna be someone else. No, no, it's the guy that I mean the not the actor. That's the that's the writer creator. Oh, that's the guy that okay. Yeah, I listen the actor was yeah, No, 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 the writer. And so, uh I mean, you know, I'm I'm hoping that it's gonna be good. But again, I am two doctors behind, right? I you know, the last doctor I watched was um uh Matt Smith. Not the old yeah, not yeah. the old guy. So I haven't seen Capaldi, I haven't seen uh the, the woman I can't think of her name now. Um and so, but I would like to cu- I would like to catch up and and, and watch it. So so we'll see. Uh, let me get let me get into your wheelhouse. How about Crunchyroll? Tell me tell me what yes. Crunchyroll is. Um, Crunchyroll
0: is an anime based uh, streaming service. There's a lot of popular anime. It has some uh, not as popular anime. Um, it's kind of just like it is the Netflix. Equivalent, I want to say Netflix equivalent because it's like, you know, it's the anime streaming service for sure. Right. There Just, were just like, like Shudder
1: is the horror streaming service, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is there the. There
0: were two. There was Crunchyroll and like Funimation, but I think Crunchyroll bought Funimation, so now there's only really one.
1: In the end, there um, could be only one. It's, yes. It's just like the Highlander. And it's Crunchyroll. Yep, and it yes. is Crunchyroll. Uh, the Quickening. Um, so I guess Attack on Titans final season, part three. It's set to premiere on March yeah. 4th, and it's going to be in two Yeah, yeah. They, they did
0: the annoying thing, where usually at the end, because this is the final season, as it's stated in the top of the article, um, where, you know, a lot of like movies do this, where it's like, if it's the last book of the series, it's two two movies.
1: Yeah, even though it doesn't but Not only did they split this
0: in two, they split this in three. Because <laughs> they did a, a, a section of episodes, a section of episodes, and this is the second, the third section at this point. Which, as the article is stating, <laughs> will be split deeper into two halves. So it's really four we'll sections. The thing. Four sections. It's of technically the
1: four sections. Um, now you're, and you you follow Attack on Titan, right? You watch yes.
0: Titan. I actually recently just got um, I got uh, bigger volumes of the book. They call them, like I think it's the call- it's gonna sound silly if you know the. It's called the Colossal Editions. I actually got them over here. I got a couple of the, the like good, big size anime, uh, not anime manga uh, volumes.
1: And what's the what's the basic story of Attack on Titan? I I, I guess there's a place called Titan. So, and somebody attacks it.
0: No, so uh, Titans are basically giants that are brainless and eat people. And civilization, quote unquote, civilization lives behind these walls, and. The furthest wall where people are living behind gets destroyed, and then Titans start coming in and attacking. Okay, and then they start enlisting basically teenage soldiers to base to fly around like a knockoff Spider-Man and kill the Titans. <laughs> so it's a war against the Titans, and then later it becomes a war against something else that I don't want to say for spoiler reasons no, in theory. Right. In case anyone gets into it, because it is, it is a fun series. It's very much about, like, war and, like, kind of, like, morality and stuff. And it's it's fun. The main character has the superpower where he can turn into one of these giants and fight the giants. And same giants of the titans. He can turn into a titan and fight other titans. So oh, okay. it's cool. So that's, you know, that's he's the main character, so he has all the powers and stuff. And then... He he has friends who help him, and then they run into other people later on the line who can also do it. So it's a whole thing. But it's it's been the the manga has been done now for a couple of years, so it's cool to get it animated now and see. You know, I, I always like seeing the page get the animation because there's you know it's a lot of iconic panels and iconic. I'm saying shots from the manga that I would like to see. You know, put to life. Right. So. Very exciting.
1: Well, also, sad news the Crunchyroll Expo has been canceled. Were you going to go to that? Where was uh, that going to be? I didn't even know where it was going to be. I
0: My friends were thinking about it for some reason. Not some reason. I mean, I'm not, I think uh, Comic Con has made me kind of like iffy on like giant. Um, I'm, Like, I enjoy Comic Con, but Comic Con's the only exception to like a giant collection of people I feel comfortable going to at this point also just cuz i have a horrible feeling that i'm going to be hey you stand at the booth for 9 hours and yell <laughs> um so i have just horrible flashbacks
1: uh so, so it, we, it looks like yeah, it was in San Jose and they've been that was a, yeah. and they've been holding it since uh uh 2017 but yeah they're potent they're not going to do it this year and then it kind of has a maybe so you know maybe they'll be a come back around and hmm. put it back on
0: there you go I mean, I, I think, you know, the way that anime has been going for the past, I'm going to say, I'm going to say anime has been going up for the past, like, three decades, I mean, four decades at this point, point. Um, and it's only going up more and more and more, and they're only adapting more and more and more, and the wonderful thing about anime is if something came out in the nineties and it got finished, you can just redo it again with new animation and people will love it.
1: Yeah. So, well, I think you, you've said before that you feel like in the way that the last 20 years has been superhero domination in film that you yeah. think that the next big thing is going to be the anime's like really hit mainstream. Yes. Cause yes. it's still anime as popular as it is, is still a little niche and yeah. it's going to it's going to pop out into into the mainstream that's what that's your prediction you heard it here yes. first episode 709 write it down when anime is the big thing we're going to go back and say yeah remember uh back at episode 709 when sandwich said that anime was going to be the next big thing
0: yeah i mean it's it's enough pe- a lot of the younger generations like kids that went to high school kids a little older than me and definitely kids younger than me are being influenced by it mm-hmm. so i think if it you know once those people get into a position where they can start making decisions, you know, it'll be interesting to see where it's at from there. Yeah, I think so. I mean that that totally makes sense. Like D&D. D&D, I feel like was in that spot for a long time where once the kids who were playing D D in the eighties and the nineties became adults with money and adult jobs, D and D flourished.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's absolutely it and and the same thing, the comic book nerds, you yes. know, got to be adults and had the money and then supported it. And, and, and you know, if you have, if you support things with your dollars, then people will will try to capture those dollars. So I think that totally makes sense. Um, speaking, speaking of comics. Geek stuff. Comic news. Smell that? That's the smell of new comic books. Uh, there was just one article about uh, a, a Luke Cage miniseries that was, uh, I guess, a little too close to reality of, of you know, about kind of, uh, vigilante justice in the inner cities, and so they canceled it, you, like right before it was scheduled to huh. be out. And so it's interesting. Uh, He's just, a character I'd like to see more of. I, I, I mean, honestly, I liked the Luke of the of the Defenders group that was on yes. Netflix. Right? I mean, obviously Daredevil was fantastic. I felt like the Luke Cage show was like my number two. Yeah, and then I think you know,
0: p- people contest Jessica Jones versus Luke Cage. I liked Luke Cage more, but I know a lot of people like Jessica Jones more.
1: Jessica Jones was and great no too one, though. And
0: then no one liked Iron Fist. I really um, did like
1: Jessica Jones. And and the punch, I mean, again, yeah, Iron Fist is the, is the stepchild, right? That's the, that's the, the, away, the, stop. all of the other four were, were very solid shows. So yeah, I th- I think that they, I think that they took that character and gave it a very grounded in reality. Uh, well, and, and just the, act, the way the actor played him. I mean, it was great. It was, it was just, it was so well done. Um, So yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to see, see more of that, but, um, but yeah, so again, I, but I think that the world that Luke Cage lives in, even in the, uh, in the Netflix show, it's a little too close to reality right now. And yeah, that that, that's, that's a a struggle. Uh, let's see over on the video game news. The switch has outsold the PS4. There you go. I figured that would happen eventually. Yeah, so I mean that's the little handheld. So that's kind of the newest version of the Game Boy, right? The Switch is what you—that
0: is is the latest. So what's great about the Switch? It's it's a it switches between your home console and your take on the take on the bus console. Okay, you can same games. You can set it up. Same things play. You can set it up to be your I play on the TV game, or you can play it on the road, with your friends and your family, and the little Joy-Cons come off the side, and they can be used as little tiny controllers. Um, Switch is a great console. I don't have one, um, but it's a phenomenal console from what I know about it, and there's a lot of great games on it. That's, you know, where they're putting the Pokemon games that sell billions. Well, that's where, and that's where... Zelda games that well, sell billions. Uh, Mario and animal,
1: animal Crossing is on that too, right? Yes, Like, animal a Crossing. couple of years ago, when they were all the rage, like, everybody in my house got the Animal Crossing ones, and I'm just like, I don't understand... You yeah, know they're they're like they're trading yeah. what yeah. what was the money what was the money that you're trade that you're trading like bells or something like that yeah some yeah some bullshit so, I was like what is going on? Um, who cares
0: why are you doing this Nintendo did the it was smart because Nintendo had their handhelds and their consoles so this was I th- I thought it was great and smart where they're like all right listen put it together <laughs> two great tastes one thing that go great together put all the games on the one thing yeah and I mean it works. I mean, what's funny is the article saying that Nintendo sees tougher times ahead um, because, you know, I guess the console, I don't think it's running out of its shelf life, but, you know, they're not really putting out a lot of major games right now. I mean, they put out a poke. What they do is they'll wait a couple of years to put out a Pokemon game and they'll put out a Legend of Zelda game. And then it's it's very much like highs and lows. Or it's like, oh, we put out a new game and then we're down a little bit. They put out a new game and then we're down a little bit. Whereas, you know, the other normal consoles don't really have that up down cycle. They're down or they're up.
1: Yeah. It's not really like a secular kind of motion like this. All right. All right, we got one more one more thing, and then we're gonna get out of here. Don't don't look ahead on the prep sheet. Don't ro- look ahead. Uh, I, I did right. already. I'm sorry. Uh, eBay alert. Uh, eBay alert. How much do you think a first generation iPhone, still in its original packaging, would go for, in an auction? How much would you pay for an unopened iPhone first generation? First of all, why would you care? I don't understand why anybody would pay for it. But what do you think is expected to go for?
0: I would say only because I don't even know what it is besides a desk like a, a desk weight at this point. <laughs> right. Um So I, I know the number, but before but I'm trying to think of it before I knew the number, before I read that the top of that, that headline of the article, I would say probably at my most outrageous, three thousand
1: dollars. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, for for again, yeah, it's a paperweight. Right, you're just gonna yeah. look at it in the box and set it there.
0: Yeah, maybe some guys really into it. I'd give it three thousand dollars because it It can't run any iOS anymore. <laughs> I think I don't even know if it can turn on. <laughs> right at this point, because yeah. I imagine the battery, even if it hasn't been used, is just like fucked. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what what year did iPhone come out? But for those who don't know, based on this article. Uh, unopened 1st version iPhone sells for fifty thousand dollars at a U.S. auction,
1: and so, yeah, so that would be from June of two thousand seven.
0: It's almost twenty years old.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Um, all right, I think we should uh, wrap it up. I think we got we covered a lot. Covered a lot. Got a lot of good information out there. Um, oh, uh, you know, one other thing I wanted to mention. Back, uh, we'll do one last Kickstarter in the in the. Uh, in, during yeah, the wrap-up music going on. Um, I mentioned last week that I had received my Children of Uma uh, from 321 Action. So go to uh, Kickstarter and check out 321 Action Games. Their newest one is out, and it's a zine about uh, 321 Western. So go check it out. Uh, Ooh, Westerns. A, again, you know, if you like Westerns, you like role-playing games, uh, some alternatives to uh, d d you know, that's kind of a rules-light, just more of a cinematic... Type of game? Go check out Three Two One Action Games and their latest Kickstarter is out now. I think it's already funded, so if you like the idea, you know, pledge and you know you'll get it. So you don't. I like the ones that have a. I like it when they're already funded. So then you're really just deciding, do I want this or not? Right? It's not. Am I buying this? Yeah. You, you know, it's not. Am I gonna pledge and then want it and then have it not? You know, not fun. fun and then, yeah. You know Yeah. It's like, so, oh, do I just want it? Do I just want it? So, uh, and then I think that you can go, uh, and get the three two. If you go to Three Two One Action Games, you can buy their older. Uh, Kickstarters, if if you like it, so. oh that's good. I like that um, a lot, actually. Let's see. Let's do let's do the social medias here. Um Again, I, just go to go to the Linktree. tree, link tree, the linktree tree slash geekstufftng. Uh, go straight to patreon.com/geekstufftng. Patreon. Uh, you know, support us over there. Call the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Send us an email. GeekSurfTNG at gmail.com uh, If you want to send uh, Kev like a nice, uh, you know, hope things are going well in toy rehab, you can find him Don't on Don't
0: send him a toy, they will open the package
1: They, they check, they, they they do, you can't oh, sneak anything um, in.
0: Oh, quick aside, quick aside Uh, Me and Kev and our other friend went to the toy show
1: Okay I bought more than Kev. Wow So, so it's, working. it's working, it's working They let him out it's for working. a day trip and, and um now,
0: I'm not saying he, that in theory, if we were to monetarily debate things, I'm not saying he didn't spend more money than me. I'm saying I
1: got more things. In number of items, uh, he's, he's, you know, it's funny. There was a time when uh, the doctor told my grandmother, you need to cut back. You can—you should really only have like one biscuit a day. She goes, oh, okay. And so she would make the biscuit, you know, like the size of the plate, right? It's yeah. just like, oh, you can only have one glass of wine a day. So you get that glass that's as big as that holds a whole bottle, right? Yeah, yeah, you're cutting back. I'm cutting back. Uh, so, you can reach out to Kev Twitter and Instagram. It's uh, BKGeekStuff. And then it's Big Kev GS on the old Xbox Live when he's playing with. Uh, what? Who else plays?
0: What do you play? Me, playing? Cousin Dave, featuring others occasionally on Mumbles. It's more occasionally me than anyone, honestly. Although <laughs> I have been playing Fortnite in his absence. I've happened to get my other friends I play games into Fortnite. So, Kev is at a horrible time to not be here. <laughs>
1: alright Lynn uh, then what about you what's your uh... you can find me on Fortnite and Instagram at Fat Dumbledore F-A-T-T-O-M B-L-E D-O-R-E yep and then just do the link tree for me too it's P-I-D-A-Y S-C-O-T-T um, it's the same on Twitter and Instagram you can find me in all those places be sure to you know subscribe to the show like the show share it with your friends leave a positive review all those things are great tell your mom tell your mom about it your mom would like the show sometimes we use salty language and your mom might not like that but you know she needs to get the geek news too so then she could call you and say hey I heard that Justin Roiland has been cancelled what do you think about that and then you can have a nice conversation with your mom about Justin Roiland DMing underage girls and I know that's what Absolutely. you want to do. we
0: here at Geeks of Team G care about moms and their connections with their nerd based offspring. so
1: Alright, well, uh, with that we will bring this episode to an end the way, episode 709 the one we're calling Cancel Corner the way we end some episodes by saying Good night Earl Bowen
0: Wherever you are
2: Come with me if you want to live Hey, this is Linda Hamilton from The Terminator, and you are listening to Big Cavs Geek Stuff. Hasta la vista, baby. And on that note, we cue the music. Your jersey bounds, sound asleep, they'll find you at your most vulnerable position.